Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Let them sue. It's exactly what I said on my morning show. And I want to make sure I'm as clear as day about this and about this fight. And I get that it's not my job to be the one who gets into the emotion, right? You guys are emotional. Meaning, I'm trying to do my job. But I'm no different. I get emotional on this subject. I find that having to have the conversation about kids, transgenderism, and the abuse of children, and and trying to tell young women in sports they just have to take a back seat, I, I, I have a very hard time with it because I can't believe this is actually happening. I can't believe this actually goes on and we have to have this debate that there is a level of society, not only in America, but in Indiana, so absolutely radicalized that they believe that what they are pushing is valuable. I'm stunned by it. I I won't lie, I'm sickened by it. Now, you're going to say, oh, was Tony sickened by the transgender? Oh, no, that's not what I said. Now, is it? I'm used to people lying about what I say, and I, I, I know that they will say that, not you. They will say that about me. Let them come. The ACLU wants to sue? Let them sue. They're not good, decent people. I'm up for that fight. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's great to be with you guys. Of course, you know, the override of House Bill 1041. And why it matters why it's so important, why Governor Holcomb is so wrong. And I don't know what made former Indianapolis Mayor Greg Ballard get into this conversation, unless, of course, he's trying to test the waters for a run for governor himself. Why else is he talking about this? He's in town for the Indy 500 and figured, hey, while I'm here, why don't I go to a news outlet and give my thoughts on a bill that wouldn't allow boys to say they're girls and compete in girls' sports? That's weird. Who jumps in on that subject? Who was thinking that they needed the thoughts of the former mayor of Indianapolis? But they took it. They got it. So I wonder what office he's running for. But he's wrong, too. He's wrong, too, and gave a uh, really, really uh, poor bit of reasoning, as I see it including a poor bit of reasoning regarding where the conservative is at. The conservative conserves. I mean, that's part of it. I'm not going to lie about that. And the thing to conserve is the idea that there's a difference between boys and girls, a difference between men and women, if only because science. And that these young women in sports uh, get the right to compete against other women and they don't take a backseat to men it's not just in sports the idea that you would engage feminism look at me such a feminist and then on this subject say that's right ladies take a backseat to a man who says they're a woman is so absolutely unacceptable such a weird flex as the kids would say although i don't know if kids say that anymore 
that in and of itself, to be okay with that, to say that to young women across America, to say that to young women right here in Indiana, that's that's out of control. Surreal. And not something that I'm just going to sit by and accept. I can't. When you tell a young woman that she has to take second place to a boy who is by nature stronger, I'm not saying in every case, I'm saying in the vast majority of cases, that is obscene to tell that girl she has to take second place. What about her own levels of comfort or lack thereof? Is the young woman in sports allowed to say this isn't right? Or will she be called a bigot? Will she be called hateful? Will she be called not being, you know, inclusive or accepting? I do not accept that children get to decide their own gender. I don't. And if that puts me at odds with people, I accept this and I sleep fine. You'll note that I am not discussing children here. Do I believe that there are children who make this claim about different genders because they want attention? Absolutely, because it happens. Anyone who says otherwise is lying, including your kid. Are there um, children who do this out of, out of uh, peer pressure? 100%. 100%. There are kids who do this out of peer pressure. One of the things we've seen if you are an adult pushing a child into changing their gender, yes, I believe you are a predator. I believe you should be nowhere near kids. Do I believe that teachers who want to be accepting of, of students and want to be helpful, do I believe? No, I don't believe they're predators. No. I got I to gotta admit, I, I think it's got to be tough for teachers and how they, they engage this. Personal feelings versus professional feelings versus the kids' feelings and... All of it. Which is exactly why I believe that House Bill 1041 rightfully gets over uh, uh, overridden. That the veto of House Bill 1041 happens. Because Governor Holcomb, by vetoing this legislation, stated that schools are in a position to codify... Codify, codify, I always, get, I, I always say codify, but now I'm trying to say codify. Schools are in a position to codify this idea that children can determine their gender, and they can't, and they shouldn't, and the governor should have been there to help those teachers, and the governor should have been there to help those parents, and the governor should have been there to help those kids, and he didn't do it, and he uses the same inane logic that the former mayor, Greg Ballard, uses. This isn't a problem. It's like we're trying to invent a problem. No, the problem is here. The problem is all across the country. 
The only people who don't think it's a problem are Greg Ballard, Eric Holcomb, and seemingly the IHSAA. The Indiana High School Athletic Association. Those are the only people who think this isn't a problem. The Indiana Democratic Party? Oh, they just want to embrace every part of this because it shows how woke and decent they are. This is just kids who want to play. No, it's not. The girls in sports are the kids who want to play, and they're the ones being told to take a back seat. And I don't understand why the Indiana Democratic Party believes that these young girls should just take a back seat. It's it's mind-boggling. I find the entire uh, uh, abuse of of young women on this subject, as I said, disgusting. And I don't lie. I I get passionate about it. So when I hear that the ACLU and uh, other rights groups are going to sue, my answer is, go ahead. I don't give a damn. You're awful. What are you going to sue about? What is your argument here? That children can determine their gender? I think you're abusers. If you believe that. Now, and when I'm dealing with a bunch of lawyers, it's important to know that I am a radio host giving my opinion covered by the First Amendment. They haven't abused anybody by having a thought. I just think that people who do this kind of stuff are abusers. I'm entitled to that opinion. Covered by the First Amendment. Lawyers always need to know uh, that you're prepared for them to overstep. And I believe that the ACLU are just the kind of people who like to threaten people uh, with with uh, lawsuits and, and, and legal action. These, these are slap kind of people, right? Strategic lawsuit against public participation kind of stuff. And that's, that's my take on them. Also, uh, LGBTQ rights supporters are going to hold events at the state house throughout the day. Okay. Uh, uh, go go right ahead. It's your First Amendment right. Knock yourself out. Live 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 your life. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you not to. But what is it that you're arguing? Again, you're arguing against young women in Indiana. What makes you think you're decent? <laughs> you're arguing for the idea that children can make this decision and they can't. Why are you making this argument? And you think that you could just threaten people. We're going to sue you. Go ahead. Let's get a group of a couple thousand parents together, a couple thousand citizens together, and sue them back. Why is anybody scared of the ACLU? They don't believe in any civil liberties. They are telling female Hoosiers across the state to lay back and take it. Again, Tony, let's bring it down a little. We get that you're angry. People are disgusted by what it is they're seeing. Yes, they are. I hear it. I'm with you on that. But I'm not interested in the ACLU thinking they can play tough guy. As Wish TV reports the story, ACLU of Indiana Policy Director Katie Blair said her organization's lawyers will follow, file a lawsuit immediately if lawmakers override the veto. She said so far the courts have blocked the implementation of such laws in every state where the ACLU has filed suit. It's a violation of Title IX and the 14th Amendment. Is it a violation of Title IX? 
talking about women in sports. Because when we're talking about a boy saying they're a girl, we're not talking about women in sports, unless you actually now want to state that if you say you're a woman, you're a woman, which is not true. If so, what the hell is the point of Title IX? Oh, breathe, cats. Breathe. It's remarkable. If not wholly, um, it is frustrating to watch these people at work and they claim decency. I don't believe any of them are decent. I don't. I don't know Katie Blair. I don't know if I've ever met Katie Blair, but this is an indecent uh, position, and it should be fought. Don't be scared of a lawsuit. Fight back. Sue back. Sue on behalf of your kids. Sue on behalf of the school. Sue on behalf of the taxpayers. Just keep pushing. And at the heart of it all, remember what it is that is being addressed here. From the ACLU, based on their statements. From others. They believe that children have agency and can decide these things for themselves. They believe that the parent has no role to play in this conversation. That is worth fighting. They believe that children have agency, can make decisions on their own, the parents have no say. And if children have agency over their gender, they have agency over their medical conditions, right? Uh, they can take puberty blockers, they can engage in surgeries. If, if that's the case, why shouldn't one thing lead to another thing? It's not a slippery slope, it's the only slope. This is what the ACLU seems to be arguing. This is what the Indiana Democratic Party seems to be arguing. And my answer is no. Children need to be protected more often than not from themselves. Why is it that this organization is not protecting children? Why is it that we have so many people unwilling to protect children? Boggles the mind. And how do they play, how do they play it? How do they frame it? These kids just want to play. It's not what it is. It's, that's a lie. And I'm calling them liars. That's a lie. They don't just want to play. In many cases, we're talking about leading kids to self-mutilation. Don't you think that that's wrong? Don't you recognize that a child is not an adult, the mind is not formed, and they can't make this decision? No nine-year-old can make this decision? They aren't capable. But if you allow this, you can make them, well, they still wouldn't be capable, but you can allow them to pretend they're capable, and then what else can they make decisions on? You know, I've been on this conversation for quite a few years. I can remember going back to, it was, it was, I think it was, I want to argue it was pre-COVID, because I was in New York. And having a conversation with a friend in a walk around Central Park, discussing this very issue, because, you know, some people discuss sports scores, and me, I discuss <laughs> bigger things. And we started breaking down the reasons for these things. If children can have agency over gender, if children can have agency over medical decisions, if children can have agency over their vote, if parents are ripped out of the equation then children can then decide um, who they love and how they love 
And now you have removed the very concept of childhood altogether. Because if children can make medical decisions and decide who they love and how they love, there are no children. And so therefore, every type of relationship is now acceptable. And you say to me, Tony, that's twisted. And I'll say to you, all I did was play the game to the end. And all I am trying to do right now is stop that from happening. Because there are people out there already engaged in, well, you know, it's normal. The conservative believes in conserving, yes, standards and morals. Concepts and theories that have provided value over the millennia. And they fight those things that don't. The recognition of children is one of those things, and not utilizing children as, uh, as weapons is one of those things. And protecting children from themselves is one of those things. And I apologize to no one. You shouldn't either. And I'm willing to fight those who go the other way, including the ACLU and with their absolutely horrific take on this, including uh, the Indiana Democratic Party and including those groups that make the claim that they speak for all these different letters. You mean every gay person is in favor of this? That's not true. So stop saying LGBTQ rights supporters. You're not talking about lesbians or gay people or people who are bisexual. You're not having that conversation. Stop lumping gay people into your fight. I don't know if they want to be in your fight. Or unless, you know, if they're not in the fight, are they, are they really gay? Do they, do they give up the gay card? All of a sudden, guys can't go see Liza Minnelli? Screw you, that's a good joke. Some people laughed out there. Thank you. This fight is worthwhile. This override is necessary. It's shameful that it is because there shouldn't even have been a vote because this shouldn't even be an issue. But it is. The override is necessary. And fighting those who disagree, that's necessary too. I'm Tony Katz. So what happened in Davos? You know, it's the World Economic Forum. Governor Eric Holcomb was there. And there's always this talk about how they're trying to rework the world order. Well, wait till you hear this. Andrew Lawton, Canadian radio host and columnist, he was there. He joined me to talk about what he saw. I'm Tony Katz. So the media is flat out avoiding talking about Hillary Clinton giving the go-ahead to send out the smear, the lie about President Trump being connected to Alpha Bank in Russia. Um, not shocked. Not shocked at all or in any way. That ABC, NBC, CBS, and the rest, they, uh, they refuse to talk about what is clearly 
clearly a, a criminal act. And I'll say it again in case uh, we weren't paying attention before. Hillary Clinton, criminal. Hillary Clinton and her team, garbage. Terrible, awful, miserable people. And they not only, not only did they invent this connection, did they work overtime engaging opposition research, not only she is the one who gave the the okay to put it out and then acted like she was surprised. Apparently, there's some connection to Donald Trump and a server from Alpha Bank in Russia. Apparently, you knew it was happening. Apparently, acting like she had just heard about this on Twitter from her team, which includes Jake Sullivan, who is currently the national security advisor to President Biden who can't stop stepping on his you-know-what in regards to Taiwan. But the, the media won't talk about this. This is why talk radio is so incredibly important. Which is why, I, I will tell you, I'm amazed. I would have put money on this, and producer already knows this is true. I would have put money on the idea that the Democratic Party, the administration, would have come after radio and tried to push the fairness doctrine. I was convinced of it. I, I mean, I'm just surprised. Last thing you can have is people like me. Pe- people, uh, you know, uh, uh, li- like Clay and Buck, uh, people like Levin, people uh, like like Hewitt, out there having these conversations... And going against uh, the, the conventional wisdom that they want people to have. Meaning sh- not sharing the stories they don't want shared. And they've tried repeatedly to, to make that happen. Just like, just like they, they, they did for the New York Post on the, on the Hunter Biden story. Remember, that story is completely legit. Everything about Hunter Biden's laptops, everything about his corrupt uh, connections, everything. And they prevented it from being discussed. They're the ones who stopped it from happening. So now we have a story that shows not from from anything else other than the words of her former campaign manager, Robbie Mook, was it Mook, that she gave the authorization to put this story out. I mean, that's damning stuff. This is the trial of Michael Sussman because of John Durham and the investigation into the origins into the origins of the Russia hoax. And what do we have? Silence. Absolute silence. So why should I trust ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC? Why should, why should we, anybody trust these people? They're unserious people.
They don't care about the story. They care about the narrative that they want to push from a story. These people are untrustworthy, which is why talk radio is so important. And Rumble is so important. And social media where you can actually speak is so important. New media is so important. Because these people are not important. They're liars and they're frauds. They don't discuss the things that matter. They're they're proud of it. They're proud not to discuss the things that matter. They see nothing more valuable than keeping facts from you. I mean, just... I I, I don't think I, I could say it enough. It's just full on evil full on evil meanwhile Newsmax is bringing on Greta Van Susteren she's going to be doing a show uh, called The Record so it's going to be a daily show Greta Van Susteren was with Fox Greta Van Susteren who who made her uh, name from the OJ case she's now getting her own show on Newsmax for Newsmax, I consider this a massive step up. Cause they need the 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 the, the step up. They they need it. They 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 need to have a more um what's the word I'm I'm looking for? They need to have more of a news face. And they do a really good job of it, I think, on the website. I don't think they do as good of a job as they can do in in the shows. You can't just be all Trump. It's not the way any of it works. You need to have... What's the word I'm, 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 I'm looking for? You need to have... Daffodil. Daffodil is not the word I'm looking for. You need to have more. It can't just be Trump 24-7. I'm not anti-Trump. I'm just saying that if you're going to do news, you got to have much more. And so I think that, that uh, Sustrin uh, can, can bring you more. I would have thought they would have gone for Megyn Kelly. And, and maybe, maybe they still have. Maybe they still have, and maybe she didn't want it because she's making more money elsewhere. Who knows? But I'm happy to see it for him because competition for Fox is always good. Find me at TonyKatz.com, people. Twitter at Tony Katz. Tomorrow, everyone, take care.